Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky, back with another bonus pod. I've got Johnny with me, mate, again. Johnny, how are you? I'm doing all right, mate. I'm not, I guess I'm feeling a bit, uh, bit poorer after looking at the list that we're about to talk to. Whew, some of the some of the numbers, mate. It's you know we very nice to be able to play footy for a living, be very good at it, and earn a good bit of coin from it. So we're here to talk about uh, News Corp just released the list of the twenty highest paid players in the NRL. And I thought this is obviously we kind of look at some of these lists, and there's some some no brainers, there's some absolute shockers, and some people that is obviously missing that will be on here very soon. So I just wanted to quickly hit those three points here with your nom. So. I think the best way to start it off is let's go through the list. So I'll read from 20 to one. After we go through it, we'll break up into the three categories here. So number 20, Corey Norman. Number 19, Luke Keery. 18, Jason Tomalolo. 17, Jake Jarojevic. 16, Mitchell Pierce. 15, Jack Bird. 14, Mitch Moses. 13, Michael Morgan, obviously retired. 12, Anthony Milford. 11, Nathan Cleary. 10, Ash Taylor. 9, Adam Reynolds. 8, Kalen Ponga. Seven, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, obviously gone at the end of the season. Cameron Munster's number six. Dave Fafita's number five. Tommy Trevojevic, number four. James Tedesco, number three. Ben Hunt, number two. And number one, the highest paid player in the NRL is Daly Cherry Evans. So, Nom, let's start with the absolute no-brainers here, mate, because I think these are the short, sweet ones. You know, not much not much analysis needed. So, I think going through the list, I think, obviously, Luke Keery, no-brainer. Uh, you've obviously got the two Trevojevic boys. I think, you know, even though Jake's a forward, I think them two together, you just can't break them up. Chinzy, Nathan Cleary's on there. Your boy, obviously going to be on this list for the next 10 years. Adam Reynolds, um, obviously at his current club, Souths, and when he moves to the Broncos will be there. KP, your boy. Two of us, Ashek, Munster, obviously two of the better attacking uh, threats. James Tedesco, and I think Cherry Evans would be the others. So, any of those that I just read out that you disagree with or you think they're all no-brainers to be on this top 20 list here? Well, I think I think that the ones you've mentioned are, are the few on this top 100 list that do deserve uh, to be on what they're on. I guess, you know, if you are trying to command, you know, this amount of money, you got to, your footy needs to talk. Otherwise, you know, you, as we can, we'll go through later on. Otherwise, it's just, the NRL, um, it's, it's a pressure cooker, you know, when, you know, you have that price tag looming on you and the fact that, you know, you're not performing to that, to that standard. It's a, uh, yeah, it can be a, a, a rough, a rough, um, a rough game here. hundred percent. So I think, yeah, like I said, there are players that can win you a title can be the, what the first or second best player in a title. And I think if you're one of the highest paid players in the comp, I think that's the, that's the minimum. If you're on this list, you need to be one of the top two players in your team that can get you a premiership. I think that's, that's going to be the starting point. Um, so in saying that, let's go to the players that should not be on this list. And there's quite a few interesting ones. So I think we can kind of lump a couple together here. So let's go with the playmakers. So obviously in the playmakers, you've got Corey Norman, you got Mitch Pierce, Jack Bird, my boy Mitch Moses, Anthony Milford, Ash Taylor, and Ben Hunt. I think they're, they're, they're all the, the primary playmakers. So obviously a couple there that stand out in ridiculous numbers is Ash Taylor at number 10. 
Um, it was a risk by the Gold Coast Titans to sign him when they did, when he was only one game out of Brisbane. But obviously that probably, is that the worst one on this list, Nom? Uh, Ash Taylor at 10? I reckon it'll be... I reckon it'll be Milford, actually. The Ooh. fact that he's playing park footy. I know, you know Ash Taylor, he's um, he sort of had some injuries and some upfield, but I'm not sure what excuse. I mean, yeah, with Anthony Milford, it's, yeah, I reckon he, he would probably uh, yeah, be up there for me. It's all a matter of circumstance, right? You got to remember when he signed that deal, uh, he just came off the grand final in 2015. Yeah. And if Michael Morgan doesn't get that flick pass away, uh, Milford wins the, the Clive Churchill medal and the Broncos win a premiership. I think that's the the big thing to remember if you're talking about the Anthony Milford. And there's no no shocking uh, storyline here that I am the, the Anthony Milford supporter in our fan group. Um, you know, I, I think he has got a bit of a raw deal. One of these guys that gets pinged by his number. But again, so, uh, in some circumstance, he he earned that contract. He just hasn't performed on it. I think it's pretty, pretty safe to say. What about Ben Hunt? Number two on the list. So obviously, again, parcel the 2015 Broncos season into uh, the second biggest contract in the NRL right now. Um, very hard to earn it when you're at the Bronc at the Dragons, but how, how do you see Ben Hunt as the number two and on his next contract does he remain in the top 20? Uh, no chance. I'm actually reading this little blurb that um, he's apparently taken up a play option to remain at the club until 2023 of on 1.1 course, 1. Yes. 1 million. Of course, yes. so, he has. He's not letting that go. Exactly, exactly. You know, what would he... Look, I think he... It, I, I guess, you know, as a playmaker. Sorry? Yeah, I think, again, if you when you like think about what Ben Hunt's going to get on his next deal on Milford, I think we need to kind of look at the market setting again, how we spoke about in the Paint yeah. House podcast. Just remember that Chad Townsend got uh, 700000 from the from the Cowboys. So if Chad Townsend's giving 700000 I think that that's the... That's the barrier of a of a standard NRL half. I think that's the way you got to look at the balance here. Yeah, so you know Ben Hunt, he's probably not worth one point one mil, but he's not as bad as I guess it's all relative. I, I don't think he's as bad as you know some of the others on this list. Let's just put it that way. Hundred percent. Now there are some forwards on here, and you know for, forwards on big money does worry me. Um, mm. Dave Fafita and Jason Tomalolo are obviously the big two here. Uh, like I said, Jake has a little bit more passing to his game. He's not so much uh, damaging on the body. But Dave Fafita at five and Jason Tomalolo at 18. Norm, what's the thoughts there? Yeah, the Jason Tomalolo one. Um, look, I think, you know, at the time it, it did look like a bargain. But, you know, given how much the game has changed in the last 18 months, I don't think he's going to be worth near that money unfortunately just with the with how the rule changes and how the game's going yeah and you know someone that uses their body as a battering ram week in Mm. week out you know does the you know if it's a short contract like a three-year contract for really big money um then obviously it's worth but as soon as you start getting into the five and the ten-year deals that we're seeing now that's where you start getting in some danger before we talk about guys who aren't on the list to finish this up what about so on the list now i think is the two biggest um, bargains, would we say, on this deal would be Cleary at 11 and Kiri at 19. Would they be your two votes for the top two underrated or should be much higher on the list? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, um, Luke Kiri, he's, you know, if we, again, use um, Chad Townsend as, as sort of the yardstick, 
Luke, I guess Luke Curie's won one, two, three premierships now, and yeah, admittedly Chad Townsend, he's got uh, he's got a premiership to his name as well. But um, the way he started off this season was just something else, and I think you know with Luke Curie uh, in that rooster system, I think um, yeah they've got a bargain here. Luke Keery, you know, you've seen what the Roosters have done without him this year and obviously the impact that when he's on the field, he's one of the best playmakers in the comp and can literally win you a title. When I'm going through the Hall of Fame pyramid and when we get to him, when we get to him in the in the pyramid, I'm shocked at how high he is right now. So I'm still drafting this and um, a bit more work before we obviously get to those those list of podcasts in the offseason, but I was actually shocked with how high Luke Keery is. When you look at his accolades and what he's done in the game already at such a young age, it's a bloody bargain that he's at 19 because you look at some of the playmakers above him. Um, give me Luke Keery every day of the week with the way he plays. Like you said, he started this season. He was going to run away with the Daly M. If he was on the, kept going on that form trajectory that he was on, it was going to be an absolute shoe in. So you're absolutely right. I think those two, Cleary and Keery, are the absolute uh, steals of this list. Before we go, Nom, some guys that aren't on this list. So Obviously, Payne Haas is going to be the next guy on this list uh, when when his 10-year, 10-mil deal comes into effect. Who are some players, you know, can be really, really young, can be some guys who are up for their next contract? Give me a couple of players who you expect to see on this list within the next two years in the top 20. Up-and-coming players. Well, I reckon... Your your signing to Parramatta this year, Isaiah Papali'i. He, I think he signed on for, on a dirt cheap contract. It was like you know 100, 150 odd k. Um, he's he's taken a gamble by you know he took a massive pay cut to move to Parramatta, but you know just under form he's been in. You know I'm not saying he's going to be worth a million dollars, but he's I can see his uh, his salary easily you know quadrupling. Hundred percent. I think the there's a couple of guys that are just going to be locked into some big deals. I think Pappenhausen, when he's up for his next deal with uh, with Melbourne, is going to be a very, very big number. Uh, obviously, the two young boys in Reese Walsh and Sam Walker, um, they're obviously on rookie deals right now. So within the next two years, they're going to get re-upped. And I think uh, they're both going to be on mega money. Um, one from left field, if I had to think of a player right now who's kind of coming through and is going to be on big money. You kind of have to look at some of the some of the young forwards in the game. Obviously, Haas has now been taken care of, but you kind of look at, you know, it's so hard now without the under-20s because in the under-20s, it was so easy to kind of tell who the next guy up was. We don't mm. really have that now. Like even some of these young forwards, like an Elise Katoa at the Warriors, it started his career, you could have seen getting that Isaiah Papali'i money that you're speaking of. Uh, you know, Joe Tarpany for the Raiders, you know, I thought his next big deal was going to be huge, but kind of that's tempered off now. Brandon Smith, if he moves away from Melbourne, does he get um, some big money? Jerome Luai, you know, does he get upped early? There's a couple of players here that I think, I think it's going to be like your young superstars, your Walshers, your Grants, your Walkers, or like you said, a guy like an Isaiah Papali'i, um, a guy who's just come over, gambled on themselves for a couple of years on low money, and then he's come in and earn, you know, you know, a couple of the three-year deal, 800 k a year. That's how you get onto this list. So I think there's a couple of players in the league right now. And like we said about in that Payne Haas um, podcast, with the way how quick the NRL is evolving, I think it's going to be shorter deals, higher money. I think that's how they're going to get some of these big players to big clubs. You know, give them a two-year, a three-year deal, 
800, 900K, high portions of the cap, but less use. I think that's the way some of these guys are going to be able to crack into this top 20 list because it is a pretty prestigious list, you know. To be one of the top 20 paid players in a league uh, that's a national league, it's a huge deal in any sport in any country. So we do laugh how some of the guys are on this list right now that shouldn't be anywhere near it. But the fact that they're on there, they've obviously done something right in their career. Um, but I do think we will start seeing some smarter deals come into the league uh, with how Pete Valandis is changing the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just scrolling through this list at the moment. I uh, I have a top 100 list in front of me. So outside that top 20, the next three are Sharks players. Any guess on who comes out at 21, 22, and 23? Oh, I'd be some of the poor contracts that they've signed. So I'd say SJ would be on there. Well, SJ is close. Um, but the ones I'm looking up for are Matt Moylan at 850 yeah. a yep. season. Woodsy. Andrew Fafita. Sorry? Aaron Woods. He's also close. So Andrew Fafita, Josh Dugan, and Matt Moylan oh. are on 850. Which is why we laugh at that because obviously Matt Moylan, Andrew Vita, and Josh Dugan in 2021 making that type of money. But the way the Sharks are lining up their salary cap and they've got some big money coming off the books, they've already signed Nico Hines and Cameron McInnes. There's some real big positive signs coming through. They're obviously getting their new stadium in two years. There's some real big hopes for the Sharkies fans moving forward. They've been able, they're going to get off this money that they've owed, they owed some of these players here. If they can develop a couple of young players, this is going to be a team for the future. I think that's, you know, you reading those five players out there that's on big money just shows the position of that club now. They're going to get off that money and make, if they make some smart decisions with it, they're going to be a real big force moving forward, I think. So that's a good point you bring up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they started off with uh, Nico Hines, which isn't a bad place to start, is it? Not at all. So, Norm, I think, like I said, we're going to go through at the end of the season, go through all the signings. But again, this was a very, very interesting article. Thanks for coming on, man, and going through it with me. No worries. It's just made me feel a bit small about uh, my own career choices at the moment. Uh, look, we all have to, you know, we'll let them play the footy and we'll just talk about it, mate. I think that's the easiest thing for us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Hear from you soon.